Hi, travelers. Harley Takagi Kaner here. Just wanted to let you know that the next Juno episode will be coming out in three weeks rather than the usual two. And I realize that we've maybe never explained this before, but for Patreon reasons, we can only release two episodes per month. So sometimes when there is a five Tuesday month, we skip a week. Anyway, I am so excited to share this episode, The Mad Mirages Part 3, with you. And I hope you love it as much as I do. See you in three weeks. Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... The Mad Mirages. So, the gates to the mirrored planes are right there. Quiet. I'm thinking. About what? I already told you I have the perfect plan. Quan Yi, you want us to travel to the lost region of the universe on foot. We're going to go completely mad in there. I know! Doesn't it sound fun? But what does going mad even mean? Sister Anna used to say that crazy is just what we call people who are sick in a way we don't understand yet. Oh, for the most part, your sister was right, half-half. Any thought a person thinks can't be crazy because a person thought it. If our brains can do it, it must be sane. Even if it's a kind of sane that some fuddy-duddies like to whine about. Excuse me for thinking that seeing things that aren't theirs... Hallucination? There are no hallucinations in the mirrored planes. Only interpretations. You said Sister Anna was right for the most part. What does that mean? <laughs> Because the mirrored planes will absolutely drive you crazy. Completely bonkers. Positively raving. But, good witch, I believe you said we were. I said that no thought a person thinks can be mad. But we won't be thinking our thoughts in there. We'll be thinking things much, much larger. Far too big for us to comprehend. And if we aren't careful, it could stretch our little minds out until they're loose and torn as snakeskin. You see, friends, well, think of it this way. Imagine that we are a teeny ant walking on the pages of an encyclopedia. To an ant, the encyclopedia doesn't matter. The ant can't read, and even if it could, it wouldn't understand a word this silly. So, imagine that this ant is walking over these words, blissfully unaware of the meaning it stands on, when suddenly, for a single lightning strike moment, the ant can read. Even better, the ant understands every word in the encyclopedia, even those on pages other than the one on which it stands, even in other books entirely. The ant's entire life has centered upon ant worries. Am I hungry? Does the queen need me? Etc. Until this moment, when the ant understands everything, from empathy to entropy, every shade and horror of reality, typically outside its whittle reach. It understands that in an instant, on a whim, the encyclopedia could be closed, and the ant would be crushed. And for the first time, it understands mortality. It understands eternity, and it feels a depth of fear it never could before. And then the moment passes, and the ant is just an ant again. Or is it? Do we really think little ant can go back to its little ant life like nothing's happened? I don't know. No way. Once one has had his eyes open to the world beyond his station, well, there is no true way home again, is there? Um, 
precisely by chorus of hunky boys. Even after that flash passes, the ant is a wreck, and who can blame it? Some part of it will always remember that the world it sees is nothing compared to what it really contains. But at the same time, the ant literally cannot understand what it's missed. And so all it has forevermore, like an itch that it can never scratch, is fear. An endless and unnameable terror that a billion trillion somethings bad could get it at any second that the full scope of suffering is far larger than it could ever withstand and the knowledge deep in its little boogie gut that nothing it can care about will ever truly matter so yes little half half i think it's safe to say that we would go completely mad in the mirrored planes was that helpful uh... you admit it then our minds will shatter in those planes only if we stay there too long. So we'll just have to walk quickly. Hold on. I still don't get this. You said we won't be thinking our thoughts, right? So whose thoughts are we thinking? The universe's thoughts, of course. Or I suppose trauma might be more accurate. The mirrored planes is a place where the universe is, well, trying to work with some serious baggage, let's say. Like when it made those ghosts in Port Terminus? Precisely. Except whatever happened here must have been much, much worse. Oh, no. Once we step through those gates, friends, we will be bombarded by the universe's trauma. The end result is interpretation, not hallucination. Our minds will try to understand what they're receiving, but they're hopelessly under-equipped for the task. So we will see the universe's grand suffering through the lens of our own understanding, our own personal demons. It will start tame enough, but worsen every second we spend in the mirrored planes until we babble helplessly before terrors beyond explanation. Doesn't it sound fun? This philosophical and psychological exploration is fascinating, dear witch. I particularly enjoyed the parts that I did not understand in the least. Why, thank you. I pride myself on being unhelpful. But I do have one query. If we are distracted by all of that you just said... How will we remember to keep walking across the plains? Thank you, Angelo. (sighs) We'll make it across because of a grand and noble sacrifice I'm about to make. I won't be able to join in on the fun. Instead, I'm afraid I'll have to eat this delicious tea cake all by myself. Ah, of course. Now I understand. Do you? Not at all. Yes, it's true, my friends. I will be your guide across the plains. This magic cake I've created has an incredible power. Once eaten, it completely removes one's ability to be introspective. You said we weren't using magic. I said every moment with Quan Yi's magical, didn't I? Masterfully unhelpful, dear witch. Thank you. So... I'll eat this cake, lose all introspection, and when the universe starts throwing all its feelings at me, my mind won't be able to interpret them, even through the lens of myself. It will all just flow off me like magic off a duck's back. Don't you mean water? No, no, half-half. I mean magic. Ducks are absolutely magic repellent. If you want to understand why, then imagine we are all a teeny ant on the pages of an encyclopedia. That's enough, (sighs) I think. You could have gotten to the point sooner, Quan Yi, but now that we're here, it doesn't matter. The point is that this cake will protect whoever eats it from mirrored madness, yes? Probably. I've never tested it. Then I think you ought to hand it here. I have guided us thus far, and I'm certain I can find our way... (laughs) Quan Yi! What? You just kept talking and I got hungry. Well, 
the cake is gone, and that means we're ready to go. So, as of this moment, I am completely incapable of introspection. <laughs> and you want to know what's funny? I barely feel any different. <laughs> Wonderful. Then our only means to the wayward east is with Kuan Yi as our guide, using untested magic, with only our minds and lives at stake. I... well, Caroline, I think there may be one other option. Which is? We could retreat. For now. Until we find something, um, safer. Is that what you'd like to do, Olala? Um, I just, uh, mean, um, th- that... I have asked the thought stream, but the cards that come out are tricky. Mirrors from one angle and strange shadows from another. So maybe we should ask everyone what they think, since we're all in, um, danger. Very well. Angelo? I trust our witch fully. Her knowledge on the subject is clearly expansive. Now that I know that sweets can guard one's mind as armor guards the body, I will have cakes at every meal. That isn't... Never mind. Ollie? If Galahad's through that gate, I'm going through the gate. I concur with Ollie. It could take as many years of research to find another way through, by which point Galahad could be long gone. And if my contact in the Citadel's reports are accurate, we don't have years to spend. Absalom and the old knights hold more power there by the day. It is not outside the realm of possibility that they could take over entirely, and I shudder to think what they could do with the Citadel's full force behind them. Or Galahad, if he can ingratiate himself with them again. You really think he could? My contact tells me that Absalom acts as if Galahad's invasion never happened. It must be terribly inconvenient to his worldview. I would not be surprised if he's forgotten it entirely. Well, Olala? What? Kuan Yi clearly wishes to go as well, and you said we should check with everyone. Do you want to continue our pursuit of Galahad to the wayward east? I... I mean, I... Uh, well, I suppose if everyone wishes to, then so do I. Very well. Kuan Yi, are you prepared? One hundred percent, sweets. If there's any flaw in my plan, I'm literally unable to see it right now. And you all have the compasses I've given you. Good. Now gather behind me, everyone. I'm going to open these gates. And then we begin our journey east. Ha <clears throat> <laughs> Well, that doesn't seem so bad at all. Just a bit of desert, some of those impressive crystals. My, they are like grand violet mirrors, aren't they? Uh- desert again. But this is what I saw before all that magic. Am I hallucinating? Miss Kuan Yi? Angelo? Ale? Caroline? I do not know if this is real, Tail. If this is the very worst my mind can show me. Tail, do you suppose that maybe we are very boring? No, of course not. But where has everyone gone? There was that sandstorm, and now they're nowhere to be seen. Tail, do you hear something? Get down, Olala! <clears throat> Caroline! Have you seen Shh. anyone else? I... There. It's 
seems quiet for now. You are unharmed, Olala. Unharmed? Is there something here that wants to harm us? I've seen signs of it, but not the Scourge itself. Look around us, Olala. Nothing as far as the eye can see, and yet I found footsteps and spent arrows. A hunter stalks this place. A hunter? And a thorough one at that. I've seen not a single form of life since we ended up here. Whatever it is, I believe it's killed everything for miles around. I can only find bones. Do you think it's Galahad? Perhaps. We'll have to stay in motion. Remaining stationary would only allow whatever hunter stalks us to set its trap. Remain close to me, Olala, and I will protect you. But what about everyone else? Everyone else? Uh, uh, yes. Of course, uh, strength in numbers and all that. Now move, and quickly. The hunter could strike at any moment. Caroline, are you certain you're feeling all right? I should ask the same of you. If I haven't made myself clear, we're in danger this second, and we must... Olala, what in the frosts are you wearing? Uh, my robes? Well, I suppose I have gone rather a long time without washing them, but provided one does not breathe near them, they do not smell that bad. Only silk? You'll freeze to death out here. Freeze? But we are in a desert. Hypothermic and babbling of all the times here. Put that on immediately. My armor insulates well enough. Once we've gathered the rest, I'll dig us a shelter to warm you up. Caroline, I am very warm already, and you are clearly hallucinating. You put that coat on immediately or I'll put it on you. I've promised to protect you. There. Will you listen to me now? Speak quickly. Where do you think we are, Caroline? The snowfields of the Southern Frosts, clearly. Oh, no. Now follow me. We need to keep moving. Of course, Caroline. I will be right behind you. Tail. I do not know how, but it appears that we are immune to the illusions of these mirrored planes. But Caroline is not. And if the others are not here either... Perhaps they, too. We have to get them out of here as quickly as we can. Miss Kuan Yi said the visions would begin tame, but worsen rapidly. But how am I supposed to control a witch and three great warriors? <laughs> a genius plan, Tail. An Olala in this shape might fail, but a great gorilla certainly has the arms and strength fit for the task. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one arm. Why is this so difficult? Ah! Oh. Stop fooling around and come with me. Right away, Caroline. Get back in there, arm beast thing. Shoo, shoo. Well, tail. It seems this place is like that ghostly fortress in more ways than one. The air is thick with emotion here. I do not think we will be able to control our transformations. Tail. Oh, la la. Coming. And for Cinder's sake, put out that damned light you're carrying. The hunter will be able to see us from miles away. What light? Caroline. Caroline! What's all this? Oh, it's so beautiful. Such green grass and delicate flowers. That fresh smell of rain in the air. And all the creatures of the wood chasing and playing and other things. Oh, 
have you been hiding, little paradise? I've traveled almost everywhere in the universe, but I've never seen a place like you. And all those birds singing, it just makes me want to join in. <clears throat> La! Oh, hello there, friends. Dearest dear and piggy pig. Perhaps one of you can help a gorgeous lady lost in these gorgeous lands. I can't remember hearing of any place like this one. Have you considered that this might be the universe's memory and not your own? The universe's memory? My goodness! Then this is the mirrored plains of many years ago. But I don't see any of those great big crystals. Have you considered that whatever reduced this place to a desert must also have created those crystals? Oh, what a fascinating idea. I have you considered that to a being who creates matter through whim and emotion, repeating patterns of thought and pain might physically recreate the repeating patterns of atoms that compose a crystal? Hmm, yes. I think I'm all done with animals now. Thank you. You're all dismissed. Bye-bye. Well, I suppose I should explore, shouldn't I? My tea cake may not have protected me from the universe's visions, but I still remember my task. To be the cutest creature in these woods. And also to guide my friends away from madness, I suppose. Have you considered the ramifications of muting your interior self here, where the self is your only barrier against the universe's cosmic and unfathomable suffering? Have you considered that without the self to guard you, you will receive the full and agonizing truth, though you may be incapable of understanding it? Sweet creature, what has gotten into you? Do you have a teensy belly ache? Have you considered that I might be the last vestige of your shattered subconscious pleading with you to run? Run! Run now, Kwan Yi, before it's too late, before whatever destroyer that marked this Don't land a comes kill. for you and... <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't leave the party all at once, furry friends. But what has gotten into them? Oh, another bird song from above. Let me. Oh no, no, no! It can't. I, I, Did you hear something? What was that? <clears throat> ah, excuse me. I said, did you hear something? Kwan Yi. Caroline, did you say something? That scream just now. I recognize it. It's Kwan Yi. She must be in incredible pain. You did not happen to hear this scream from the east, did you? Because I think perhaps that is the way we should be heading, and as quickly as possible... That hunter oh. found her! I know it! Kuan Yi! Kuan Yi! Oh, Caroline! Do you think perhaps we could slow down? It is very difficult to run so quickly when I cannot transform my legs into better ones. Not that there is anything wrong with your legs, it is just they are Kwan bad, Yi. so... Oh, no. That is Miss Kwan Yi. And that figure standing over her. The hunter. Figure? Caroline, 
Are you certain? Because I cannot... Uh, there she goes again. Caroline! Draw that sword I see hanging at your side, Hunter. And know that if it has so much as a drop of that woman's blood upon it, I will kill you where you stand. You would hunt Hunter, Hunter? I will protect those dearest to me, and you now stand over the very dearest of all. A protector, then. And you think that title suits you? I am who I decide to be, and in a moment I will decide to be your killer. I swear it. And would they all call you a protector, do you think? Would any of the beasts or men you've hunted use that name? Would Sylvia of Hiberna, whose throat you slit? Caroline! No! I am who I decide to be? My, my. I suppose I should expect childish fantasies from a fantasy of my own. You're... me? No, little lost protector. You are me. A daydream given form by these wayward lands. Wayward? Caroline, be careful. Your sword almost struck Miss Guan Yi. I knew this mirrored madness would show me something foul. But it's really outdone itself with you, hasn't it? Visions of a world where I waste my time babysitting. Where I've forgotten the one thing I truly excel at. I excel in all I do. I make sure of it. Do you now? Then I suppose it's your charm that allowed you to live in the Citadel as long as you did. Your caring, open heart that made those mercenaries spare you as every Hibernian witch bled out into the snow. Miss Kuan Yi! Miss Kuan Yi, wake up! We have to get you away from here. Caroline, that was very close. I'll bring you to an end, my saccharine dream, and then I'll finish my business here to find this city of monsters and claim every head I can carry. Wanton murder? And for what? There is no fall. I am a hunter and a killer. I am skilled in it. And in a universe like ours, where there is always someone better than you, where you must compete and win to ensure a bed beneath you and food on your plate, I must take every advantage I can get to survive. I have survived well enough. Then where is the citadel you toiled and sweated to join? Where is that little flat of yours out there in the western city of glass? You nearly died to get it. I found something more important. Someone. You were given a job. Find the witch that terrorizes our children's dreams and kill her. You failed, and you flaunted your failure ever since. I fell in love. You fell. That much is true. Caroline! Olala, what are you doing? Only what your hangers on. Caroline, open your eyes. You'll kill Miss Kuan Yi and myself if you swing your sword so wildly. Kill? That isn't me. That, that's the hunter. Feeling lightheaded, protector? How else is a dream to feel when it's come to a day? Speak so grandly, Daydream, but you know the truth, that one day soon, protecting a witch, two soft idiots, and an abomination will not be enough to survive. Caroline, what did you just call me? Get out of my way, Get out of my way, you rat. Where are you, Hunter? Show yourself. You! I lost sight of her because of you! She isn't there, Caroline. She never was. Then how do you explain this? Sylvie's body lying dead in the snow. That's Quan Yi, Caroline. You have to focus, please. I thought I told you to put out that damned light. We'll never surprise the hunter with those glowing whatever they are you've scattered across the ground. They can see us halfway to the wastes. They shine so bright. The only things on the ground are my things, which you knocked out of my pack. And I don't know why you keep saying they're so bright. The thought stream... The cards are glowing. 
those other cards I managed to hold on to. Why? I suppose you think you're done with me. I won't be done with you until I've cut your throat myself. Face me! The Thought Stream shows the universe thoughts and intentions, but not its emotions. This place drives us mad through the universe's emotions despite its intentions. Only I held these cards when we entered the mirrored planes. Only I do not hallucinate! Well, face me, coward. I have. Caroline, you must take these cards and hold them. Quickly. Once I've settled this. Enough of your tricks, Sir Caroline. You are nothing but good intentions, Protector. I am the reality of who you are and who you always will be. This was inevitable. Face me! You face me. Look up. What are you... We have to run. Caroline, please. To run? No. There's no point, is there? The hunter, she's nearly the size of the sky now. With a sword the size of a mountain. Or is that a sword at all? It will all be over if you would just take these cards. Wake, Wake up, up, little Miss Flames. With that strange and swollen blade, she lights the very air of flame. She will split the ground in two. She will erase us completely. Caroline, stop being so stubborn. Here! This is inevitable. This is what an enemy is. And I... Oh, please don't drop those, Caroline. It was difficult enough to make you take them the first time. The mirrored planes. I remember... I remember... Kuan Yi! You're very welcome, Caroline. Thank you, Olala. I'll say how grateful I am. If anything had happened to you or Quan Yi, I don't know who I would have been... Uh, what I would have done, rather. Thank you. Of course. You would do the same to protect me. I'm sure of it. I would. A- and will, Olala. I swear it. <laughs> Quan Yi's still breathing. One of your cards, please, Olala. Here. I'm all done with animals now. Thank you. You're all dismissed. Bye-bye. Why isn't it working? Perhaps it takes some time. Let's give it a moment. Oh, Lala, why are you wearing my coat? We're in a desert. You made me wear it. Don't you remember? You thought we were in the southern frost. Yes, I... I suppose I did. It's already fading. The details of what I saw and what I did under that mirrored madness seem so distant now. Oh, Lala, did I say something to upset you? You... No. Not that I remember. Are you certain? I think I remember... Was it something I called you? Another name, or...? Nothing, Caroline, and I think we ought to keep moving. We can tuck some of my cards away in Miss Kuan Yi's purse... They've protected me even through my satchel. Very well. We need to find Angelo and Ale before this place claims them, too. Huh? It's so beautiful. Such green. Grass and small. Whee! Fresh smell of rain in the air. Chasing and playing. You've managed better in these lands than any of us, Olala. Lead the way. Yes, Caroline. I will. And it is complete. We have waited a very long time for this day, Ale, but the day is here at last. Wow. 
You really built this place all by yourself? Board by board, my love, and just as you directed. Galahad is slain, our home is built, and at last there is time for us. Shall we take a look within our happily ever after? Go right ahead, schoolboy. Ah, abode, sweet abode. Very nice. Roaring fireplace and big cozy chairs. I didn't know you had it in you. I do not, in fact. I've taken most of this home's greatest ideas from my grandmama, who built our cottage and quarry. I had a blessed childhood there. Kids? Huh. Yes, well, I am not suggesting children of our own, of course. But I have been thinking, well, with the universe at peace, and as I am no longer a knight, perhaps I should be thinking of my next quest, hmm? And every village is in need of someone to watch the very youngest. So I thought... Look at that. This room's really impressive. Ah, you think so? I was proud of it as well. I've not furnished it as yet, but I thought that we might make it into... A war room. For planning our attack on Galahad. Our bedroom, actually. Attack? Gal but Galahad is slain! Is isn't he? Who? I thought... <laughs> it must be my imagination. At any rate, we'll have many days of love and living from here out, Ale, together. We can't live together now, Angelo. And why is that? We don't even have a house. But I've just told you I built... Oh, I suppose we don't have a home then. But I thought... Plenty of lumber, at least. Come on. This thing will never get done. What was that? If we don't start, this thing will never get done. <clears throat> of course! We will begin immediately and work swiftly. I have had many days of rest since the demise of that fiend, Galahad. Something wrong, schoolboy? I must have fallen out of shape in these days of peace. We've hardly begun, and already I feel as though I've carried this heavy plank a hundred times. Ole, do you think we could stop a moment and discuss- Watch out! Ghouls! <clears throat> of course, ghouls! Have at thee, beasts! After these ghouls, then, a short discussion. Galahad is still out there. We'll have to kill him first. And once you've slain Galahad... Well, if we're going to be together, we'll need a house. Then a house is what I shall build. And for our first discussion within that home... We'll talk about where the hell all these ghouls keep coming from. Galahad's saying, I know it. That does seem... wise. Got you, schoolboy. Oh, thank you, Ollie. Ah, uh, perhaps we should have our discussion while we slay them. I do not know why, but I... I feel that otherwise we will not have it at all. Something on your mind? It is only... When I imagine my future, I always imagine you in it. That's sweet. On your right! But lately, I am not so certain that you see me in your future. And though I imagine you in mine, I cannot imagine a future with a you who does not imagine me. In his future. You're not making any sense. I suppose not. Thank you. Again. If talking gets you this distracted, maybe we should wait until after Galahad is dead? To speak at all? No. No, I think this cannot wait. 
It has always been my way to address things directly. If a heavy stone stands in my way, I push it. If a doubt sits in my heart, I speak the truth to it as best I can. And that is what I wish to do now. Later, schoolboy. After we finish cleaning off these houses, we have a Galahad to build, and then we have to find gold. Not half bad. That was a hell of a swing. Not a ghoul in sight. Now may we talk. But our house... Has fallen to pieces. <laughs> How can it fall to pieces before we even built it? And when will we build it? After. But will after ever come? Hmm? I keep thinking of the crystals that grow in these lands, Ollie. The huge and violet crystals jutting through the sand. Sand? Saints above, what am I... Ah, uh, No! I will not be distracted. Crystals, Ale. Our love is as a crystal. Do you understand? Not even a little bit. Curse these blasted metaphors. I will speak clearly. I love you, Ale. Do you love me? I don't know. I do. I know. But... Is our love enough? We'll need a lot more than that to kill Galahad. Not Galahad. Us. Is our love enough to sustain us? Together. You have always told me that our time will come after the death of Galahad. But I see no reason to wait. I don't want to be distracted, schoolboy. You know that. It has been six years, Ale. I have had time for distractions. Well, I haven't. What, you just want me to drop everything, all my training... All my work with the Dryads just because you're insecure. No. To be anyone but yourself would be to lose the luster that makes you so... incredible. But our love is as a crystal, Ale. Without space to grow, a crystal will not grow. It may have the potential for beauty, but that beauty can never come to pass. And more than anything else, I wish for that space to grow. To see what our union could be without dueling and war and Galahad. A home and family and all else life has to offer. I worry, Ale, that you do not want that space. You do not want the same form of crystal as I. And after Galahad, there will be another obstacle and another and another. And if that is the case, it is no fault of yours... And no fault of mine, but we should not promise to grow our love together if we'll never have the space to grow it. Do you understand? Ale? It's me, Angelo. Olala? And Caroline? And our dear witch? Taking a nap in the desert? Where is Ale, Angelo? Ale? We followed your voice. You were talking to Ale. Why, he's right here, of course. No. No, of course he isn't. Why do I feel... Why do I remember? Do you hear that? That singing. Ale, I'm certain of it. But what? Just a moment ago, he and I were having a conversation. We can explain on the way, Angelo. Let's find him first. Indeed. So I'm a 
the soil to grow the future once again. We fell the tree to raise the house to grow the future of our kin. Ollie? And when we fall, Ollie, if you we would just take hold of this card for a moment. I'm busy, oh. No time. Busy with what? What does it look like? We fell the tree to raise the house to grow the future. I have heard Ollie sing this before. It is a traditional song of Milltown. One song during funeral rites. Is that what you see, Ollie? A funeral? Funeral. A massacre. Just look at them all. And when I started, when I started, I swear there were only a few of them. I prepped the bodies, and I sang the song, and every time I looked up, there were more and more. Over here, I know all these bodies. These people, I mean. They were my neighbors. And over there, and over there, I can't see the end anymore. Can you? just body after body after body forever. But I have to prepare them for the end. All of them. It's the least I can do. It is an illusion, Ale. Nothing more than a nightmare. So if you'll just take the card... An illusion? Galahad killing people I knew since I was a kid. You want me to believe that's not real? I know what happened. I always know. When I'm asleep, when I'm awake, when I'm drunk... It doesn't matter. Not a single second has passed since that nightmare six years ago when I forget that people who I grew up with, people who raised me, people I loved are dead. Not one second. Well, yes, of course that happened, but... What if we help you, Ollie? What? I think I see my sisters among the dead here. Galahad killed them too. Don't you see them, Caroline? Oh, Lala, what are you... Ah... As a matter of fact, I do. And some women precious to me beside them. I see nothing out here but sand. Oh! Oh, yes. Yes, of course, I see them now. Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can see them too. Remembering and caring for so many lost and gone, it's too much for one person, I think. My sister spent every day recognizing the dead, acknowledging them so they would not be forgotten, and even they never seemed to have enough time for it. When a person dies, even just one, there's so much to mourn. Their voice, their rituals, their laughter, the warmth they bring into a room. May we help you remember these people, Ale? Yeah. I think... Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, everyone. Just tell us what to do. Well, these four are ready. We'll carry them to the thickest part of the jungle. See all those trees? The old and crooked ones north of here? That's where. I do not see such trees to the north. Nor I. But... Far east of here, I think I see them. Isn't that right? Look, in the distance over there. Right. There they are. But it could take a long time. So many are dead. 
Ale, if I know one thing about you, it is this. Your duty is more important to you than any one person's desires, even your own. So let us see that this duty is done. Thanks, schoolboy. All right. Let's go. <clears throat> we fell the tree to raise the house to grow the future of our kin. And when we fall, we raise the soil to grow the trees for our children. Who down our trees to raise a house to grow the futures of their kin. And when they fall, they'll raise the soil to grow the trees for their children. For as my father raised his house to grow myself and all my kin, How much bigger can this stupid desert be? You've been rescued from a sanity-shattering nightmare for 20 minutes, Ale, and already you're complaining. Yeah. It's good to be back. It seems that even Gawain has recovered from his visions. It was our great fortune to find him on our way. And how do you feel, lad? Look! That green... something... Olala, you have not dropped your Thoughtstream cards, have you? We are in a desert. There should be no green. But there is. Look. A weed. Neat. Not just a weed. Seagrass. Or something like it. If it's seagrass, we must be close to a sea? I do not know this plant in particular, Olala, and so I cannot say. <laughs> Olala, where are you going? To the top of that dune, it seems, to get a better look. Oh, but the spirit of adventure compels me to join her. Come on! <laughs> the end of that miserable desert of mirrors at last. Kuan Yi, we are through the plains. You can wake now. You can call me awful pet names and claim that this was your plan all along. Please, Kuan Yi. Wake up. Where have you been hiding, little paradise? I've traveled almost everywhere in the universe, but I've never seen a place like you. Caroline, come quickly. You simply must see. But oh, it's so beautiful. I should have guessed. You would hardly be yourself if you didn't make me worry. You three will go no farther until we've discussed our strategy. Do you understand me? <laughs> It's above, but it's beautiful. A wonder, unlike anything I have ever seen. A beach, but every grain of sand shines like polished silver. We're looking at a city that big, and the sand's what sticks out to you? Be gads, there is a city there, with such immaculate stonework. It's huge. It's bigger than Milltown. It's bigger than the Citadel. And under that water? 
Are those more buildings underwater? And look, look! Humans and monsters walking the streets together, just as I saw in Pelinor's crystal. So they are. In all my travels, I have never seen a place like this. Those venerable bridges and spires, draped in moss, worn down by salt and air. Everything is so... old. It's beautiful. Oh, I only wish I knew the name of such a beautiful place. Miss Guanyi? Is she awake? She is not. I have seen her in this state before. Prophetic, but unreachable. Then perhaps she knows the name of that city. Miss Guanyi, will you please tell us what this place is called? I don't think she can hear you well. Silvershore. Hush! The lady speaks. Last stop. Silvershore. The city where the end begins. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash Podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, we would like to invite you to a live commentary for this episode. That commentary will air on our Patreon for $10 patrons and above, on Thursday, May 5th at 6 p.m. EST. We hope to see you there. We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Aerospec Rita means the world to me, Michaela, Quolby Jack, Lucy Chunky Lee's mother, Osipete, Rita deserves all the snacks and movie nights, Evit Connie, The Great Undead, Benjamin Fisher, Lord Aram is a four-armed lizard raised by a tree he doesn't know what gender is. SCP Chloe, Jun Gishoku, Aaron Ritson, Liv Allen, Alice the Time Lord, Red Ruby Seven Truther, In Memory of Spiral Opal, Eden the Gay Bookworm, Elizabeth Dunn, Michael David Smith, I Save All Penumbra Episodes for Post-Essay Writing Treats, Ollie Nexus, PJ Escaping Space Capitalism Caroline Seidman Go Read Shiloh on Webtoon Monster Kissing is Trans Culture A Sentient Can of Soda formerly known as J Karen ZH Sir Patreon Name The Uninspired Genetic Minchowski and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode Thank you This tale The Mad Mirages was told by the following people Marge Dunn as Olala, Leslie Drescher as Caroline, Melissa DeJesus as Kwan Yi, M. Sutherland as Angelo, and Njimli as Ale. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon. (laughs) 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.